Hello guys, welcome to my podcast, Lovely Linky Inspirations, where the intent is to encourage, motivate, and inspire you. I will share with you my journey and expertise as a nonprofit co-founder, a therapist, a PhD student, a mommy and wife. I am also here to help uplift all single women, whether you are a woman who has never been married, previously married, and now a divorcee or widow as well as to help build, support, and celebrate couples who are courting, engaged, and married. So come now, join me as we encourage, motivate, and inspire each other. Hello guys, welcome to Lovely Linky Inspirations. Today is our 13th episode in our first, in our first um, season, and... Uh, (laughs) I am coming with a message of hope. Let me start there. I am coming with a message of hope today. And so last week, my podcast was all about, uh, you know, the grieving that our 2020 graduates um, are going through. And then that, that was Memorial Day. And right after that, the very next day, social media, news outlets were all filled with two stories. A story of a Caucasian woman in a park threatening an African-American man that she was going to call the police and say that um, he was, you know, threatening her. Threatening her life. That's what she said. I'm going to call the police and tell them an African-American man is threatening my life. And then we saw who we will never forget, a name that I think we will carry with us for the rest of our lives. Oh, this is terribly hard. We saw George Ford being pinned down with a white police officer's knee in his neck. And we watched as he said, I can't breathe. We heard him call for his mother and we watched him die. And so I must say last week was a terribly hard, a difficult week for me. And I shared on my Facebook and my Instagram, my very raw emotions from what I saw and throughout the week, how everything felt for me. And, you know, at the end of the week on Saturday, today is Monday on Saturday, uh, my family and I, some of us participated in a peace walk within our community. And that really brought a greater measure of hope. And that is the hope that I want to share with each of you today. Right? And, and I can say this, that every person that's born in a black skin, have a, we have a story while black, right? We each, each and every one of us have not one, two, three. We have many stories. And I, as I watched that woman in the park, the woman in the park, as I watched her, I remember several years ago when one of my daughters... um. You know, that my husband's oldest, she's not my biological daughter, but I raised her, so my daughter, 
She's in her early 20s now, so years ago when she was in elementary school, I watched her every morning going on the bus and this particular bus driver would start driving the bus before her and a couple other students um, would be seated on the bus. So you'd watch them go on the bus and you'd see them, you know, going back and forth because she would pull off and, you know, several times almost fall, fall in. And so one morning I decided I was going to go out there. And it was winter time, and so I, I made sure I put our video camera because iPhones wasn't a thing then. I put the video camera under my coat and I hit um, record. And this is what I said I have to find that recording one day. But I remember this is not um, word for word what I said, but something like this Good morning, ma'am. I am asking you, please, to allow my daughter and the other children to be seated before you start driving the bus. (laughs) And do you know later on that day, the police told me, came to my house to say that I threatened this woman, that this woman said, I said, she that I said profanity, And I threatened her life and she was scared of me because I am in the black skin. I am a monster and I am an animal and she in her white skin is scared of this black woman. And so if you know me, if you see me, I'm a petite woman, petite, five feet, one inches. And and then I barely weighed 100 pounds. I struggled with... um, my weight with maintaining weight (laughs) and so this woman was bigger than I was and she was afraid of me right I threatened her life and I had to play that recording for the officers so they could hear and I often think what if I hadn't recorded that day what would have happened to me nothing happened to the lady for uh filing a false report nothing happened to her but they came for me And had I not had that recording, I don't know what would have happened to me. And so I think of that man in the park. Had he not recorded the incident, had the incident not been recorded, what would have happened? And so I shared other story on my Facebook and on my Instagram. But like I say, we all have stories. But today I am coming with a story of hope. And I have to say that we cannot give up. Even in times of adversity, we cannot give up. I walked on Saturday with people of various races. In my city, we were a third black, a third white, and a third Hispanic. And that was the representation I saw in my city when we did a very peaceful walk on Saturday. And I, you know, I'm so thankful to the organizers who put that on. But we walked peacefully and every race was represented and various ages were represented and you knew you felt that everyone was there for the right reasons and I missed the beginning and I heard they started with prayer but at the end and I was there when they prayed and we held hands all races and we prayed and that reminded me how much and I shared this on my other uh, my social media platforms that that reminded me that there is so much more good people out there than there are bad people there are so much more people who love than there are people who hate 
And I want to just con- to give hope because without hope, I always say this, without hope, we are lost because without hope, there is no reason to put one foot in front of the other. Without hope, there is no reason to get up in the morning because there is nothing to look forward to. So we cannot allow our hope to die. We have to keep moving forward even when we're pushed and now I'm talking to my people of color, my black people, my African-Americans, my black people all over the world because I'm not African-American. I live in America, but I was born in Jamaica. So I'm a woman of color. So I'm talking to every one of us that are in the skin of color that we cannot give up hope. And I said, you know... On my Instagram and my Facebook live on Saturday that we have to be patient. (laughs) And I know, like I said then, that many people would say, Cynthia, but we've been patient for generations upon generations, for decades upon decades of being patient and nothing has happened. But some things have happened because things that we're able to do, we're able to vote, we're able to go to the schools that we want to go to, we're able to marry who we want to marry. Those are things that have happened, right? So not everything that we want. We saw a black man being a president of America and Martin Luther King saying, I have a dream and some of those things being realized long after he was assassinated. But if he had given up, what would have happened? And if many others had given up, where would we be today? We would probably still be on the cotton fields and in chains. We would probably still be waiting to, wanting to vote and having those struggles of not being able to marry who we want to marry, as many of you know. If you know, I am married to a Caucasian man, a white American. And so all of those values are important to me as a woman of color to be able to vote. All of those things might not be at those people given up hope and not been patient, right? And so even though it's taken longer and it will continue to take time, we have to take or time to see the changes that are made and we have to take our time to plan. And so I spoke about strategy and being systematic because the people that hate, the people that are bigots, bigotry that's in this world, those people took the time to sit down and form a strategy. Strategy. They took the time to be systematic, to say, we are going to be lawyers. We are going to be mayors. We are going to be governors. We are going to be police officers. We're going to be judges. And so, my black people, we have to put ourselves in these places. We have to vote. Particularly, I'm talking to those of us here in America. Because I hear so many of us in our black and brown skins saying we will not vote because it doesn't make any difference nothing is happening but nothing happens overnight it is gradual and i'm repeating this i put it on my facebook and my instagram but i thought i think it's worth repeating that we have to have a strategy and we have to be just as systematic 
We have to use the same tools that have been used against us for generations and put ourselves in those places. Keep voting for people that look like us. And even if they don't look like us, they think like us. They are for us. And we pray and we hope that when they get in office, they do what they say they're going to do. Because we all know how politicians are. They get in office and they do something different. But if we can just get one or two people in the office, in these places, in these positions of power, it will give us hope and it will continue to change because I believe and I truly believe that when that one or two people see the wrong thing being done, they will speak up. If they don't speak up, then they will speak up later. And things will change, continue to change. It's taken a long time, but it took a long time to build it for it to get here. And so we have to keep pressing. So therefore, we have to vote and we have to have a strategy and we have to be systematic. I don't know why that word strategy is so hard for me to say, but you get it. And so that is what I want to say, to be systematic and to be strategic in our thinking, we have to be strategic and we have to be as systematic as those who are against us. And we have to keep hope alive. We can't let hope die. No matter how hard it looks, we have to get up each day with hope and we have to have love. We can only eliminate darkness with light. We can't fight darkness with darkness. I've been saying this from the beginning of 2020. Be the light. And I keep saying it. Be the light. 2020 is still the year of vision. It still is the year of vision. And so, who said it was going to be easy? You know, when I was walking, this came to me and I shared it while I was walking on my live on my social media platforms. That 2020 is the year of vision. But many of us have tossed 2020 away. I've said this is the worst yet. Because so far, yes, it's June 1st. And so many things have happened. We have had a pandemic, COVID-19. So many things even before that just happened. One thing after the other has happened in the States, in Jamaica, and in various parts of the world. I was like, okay, let's go back to 2019 or skip 2020 to 2021. But I proclaim today, and I implore you today to say, no, I claim 2020, and I'm going to write the vision. 2020 didn't hand me a pot of gold, but I'm going to create it. I'm going to start writing it. The way it is because you know there's a couple sayings in Jamaica it says if you want good your nose have to run and nothing easy nothing good ever comes easy right and so we have to press harder and we have to say no this is what write the vision make it plain those of us who are Christians those of us who believe in the word of God and so write it out. And many of you aren't of faith. You, you believe in, you know, vision boards. So write your vision boards out and put on it exactly what you want it to be. 
and believe that fat is what will happen. But you have to do something. For every reaction, there is an action. You have to do something to make it happen. And so as we sit in this, as we continue to see this unfold, and we pray that justice this time will happen for George Ford because, you know, it hasn't happened for so many others that we we have seen so clearly that this is wrong, that this is murder, that our people are being killed. We pray and we have hope that this time it will happen. And so I just want us to be hopeful today. And how can you be hopeful? Those of you who have faith, who believe or who are Christians or who are Muslim, whatever your faith is, hold on to that even harder. Don't default from your faith. Hold on to your faith even harder. And then write it down. For everyone else, if you're not of faith, if there's nothing that you truly believe in, I will ask you to give faith a try, give God a try. But if that's not your choice, I ask you then to write down your expectations for this year, what you want to accomplish for this year, what you want to see changed in this world, and then write what you can do to affect change. It doesn't matter how little it is because every drop that goes in the the bucket adds up to make a full bucket. So your drop matters. Whatever you can do, and I said this earlier too, I keep referring to my Facebook and my Instagram because I made several posts and one of the things I said is even if all you can do is donate to an organization that's fighting for the rights of our black and brown people, that are fighting against injustice of people of color, do that if that's all you can do. If all you can do is volunteer to fold some flyers or to send some emails, do it. Do something. Go to your city council meetings. Be a voice. Be heard. Be there to hear what's happening in your city. Be a part of the decision making when they're happening. Be there. So those of faith, hold hold on to your faith even tighter and harder than you have. Read and pray more and ask God for direction. Those without faith, And everyone else, all of us, I implore all of us to do it, write it down. Write down what you expect from your life for 2020, what you want the world to look like, and what you can do about that. So those are the two things that I think we can start with and never give up hope. And if you need a visual, put up sticky notes, write it on your 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 dresser and your mirror. I have sayings on my mirror that I wake up to that's been there for years. I'm a woman, so I wrote them in lipstick and they're there for me to look at. Write something inspirational because sometimes we need a visual. Speak to someone. You guys know I'm always going to go back to share your feelings with someone who is going to help you through those feelings. Not someone is going to continue to elicit hate and anger and frustrations Speak to someone who
who can hear you and who can help you through it. So, yes, there is where I am today. And I truly, truly, I truly pray that things will get better. And I believe that things will get better. And I say to you, go out there and vote. Vote in the upcoming elections. Make your voices be heard. Too many people died for us to have the right to vote and for our vote to matter. You can't throw that away. And we have to change the laws. So if there is no law that says a person who calls and make a false report, we have to help create those laws. And laws take a long time. And that's why I said we have to be patient, we have to be strategic, and we have to be systematic. So that's it for today. Until next time, everybody. You may follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Lovely Linky and YouTube at Lovely Linky Inspirations on my website at lovelylinkyinspirations.com. You may also email me at lovelylinkyinspirations at gmail.com. Please share, like, and subscribe. Until next time, let's stay connected. So come now, join me next week as we continue to encourage, motivate, and inspire each other. Talk soon. Until then, live good. Thank you.